Laura Pucci-Valtorta, and welcome to Season 2 of my podcast of short stories, B is for Bisexual. This is Season 2, Episode 4. Today, at the end of 2023, we're going to try something different. During the coronavirus, I wrote a blog for my friends, about 50 friends, And today we are going to read some of the more fabulous entries from December 2020. The first one is about special animals. And then there's a mole recipe that my son is going to read. Reading with me today is my son, Dante. Hello, happy holidays. Who is a musician. I am an attorney and a content creator, specifically films. My films that are available for streaming include the fabulous feature comedy Bermuda, the short Disability, and the Disease Detective series. All of those are available on Amazon and the Tubi channel. We expect to have a new episode of the Disease Detective about strokes and aphasia coming out soon in January 2024. A shout-out to listeners in Germany, Canada, South Carolina, Texas, and Great Britain. Dear listener, at the end of this episode, I will tell you about something exciting and new. And now, I will begin by reading the first blog. This one is from December 19th. 2020, a journal of the coronavirus year, and it's called Special Animals. There have been many special animals in my life. Dad's few head of cattle, the neighbor's hog that escaped into our yard as I was doing my homework at the greenhouse, chasing that hog with the neighbors who eventually shot it with a rifle was exciting. The mouse that drowned in the sourdough that mom had left out overnight. What a way to go. The snake that I found coiled up on a dresser at the stone house when my daughter Clara was a baby. Once I saw a kingfisher, a magnificent bird, standing on our neighborhood dock at Forty Love Point here in South Carolina. Now I want to talk about Winifred Pucha, P-U-C-C-I-A. When I was 13 years old, Emily was seven and Claire was three, we found a stray cat in our yard at the greenhouse. She was a sweet-tempered creature, jumping after grasshoppers and crunching them down as a snack. The grasshopper would jump, Winifred would jump. I named her Winifred after the best friend of our neighbor Gladys Scott. Winifred lived in the barn. She was both hunter and hunted. We often found dead mice in our snow boots deposited there by Winifred. When the hawks were circling the fields, Winifred flattened herself in the grass and then ran for shelter. One summer, while we were eating dinner outside, She ate Uncle Joey's plate of chili con carne. I was in my first year of college at St. Lawrence University in Canton, New York, when Dad called, his voice sorrowful. Winifred had been caught in a trap. Her leg was broken. 
She hopped around for several weeks in a cast, trying to shake it off. I can sympathize with that. Winifred lived for many more years after that. The next animal is Nico Martin. Dogs stink up the house, and they poop up the yard. Occasionally, however, a canine has such a superior character that she overcomes her baser habits. Nico was a medium-sized mutt with a calm nature. My granddaughter, Joya, who is refreshingly direct, often pointed her index finger slowly into Nico's eye to touch the eyeball. That was when Joya was a baby, and Nico did not react much. My son-in-law, Ross, brought Nico into the family, so I had to love her. She hardly ever barked, even though I heard a story about her biting and ripping the pants of the cable guy. He must have deserved it. Nico always greeted me happily, and I'm not a dog person. Once, when the others had left, and I was babysitting, I woke up to find Nico staring at me intently, her snout close to my face. Clara and Ross said to Nico, don't go into Joya's room. That was when Joya was a baby. What Nico must have heard was, don't go into Joya's room when Clara and Ross are at home. Because as soon as they left, she meandered calmly into Joya's room, even though I was there babysitting and watching. Dogs have strange minds. Now Dante is going to read us a holiday mole recipe. Take it away, Dante. This is a mole recipe from um, a journal of the coronavirus year. Uh, It's from 2020. The title is simply Mole by Laura. On good days, it's fun to make mole to order for people like my mother, who don't like chicken. Laura, Italian and Spanish style. First syllable rhymes with ow, as in ow, I broke my foot. I found this recipe in a small booklet, Tex-Mex 101, that I bought at the Old Tesoros, or a shop like that on South Congress in Austin. It's the basic recipe, easy to tear up and recreate. They call it chicken mole. I eliminated the chicken. The appliances you're going to need are a soup cauldron and food processor. In the soup cauldron, place three cups of water and a beef bouillon cube. Bring to a boil and then turn off the heat. Others use chicken bouillon, but we don't. Uh, In the food processor, place... Two large tortilla, torn into pieces, and I meant to say food processor, I apologize. (laughs) Uh, A quarter cup of raisins, golden or dark, whatever kind you have. Five ounces or more of dark chocolate, broken up. The recipe says one ounce. A quarter cup of almonds, walnuts, or peanuts. Whatever nuts are on hand in the cupboard. Five cloves of garlic. Now don't skimp on this. 4.5 ounces of green chilies in one of those small cans. One tomato diced chili powder. Use your best judgment when measuring. Cinnamon a lot, maybe two teaspoons. Pumpkin pie sauce, maybe throw in some cocoa powder. Maybe two tablespoons. Tomatillo pepper, red habanero chili pepper minus the seeds. Sometimes I add additional fresh peppers, fresh peppers, depending on my mood and garlic salt. Crush the ingredients up in the food processor. Add to broth on stove. 
Simmer for 10 minutes and savor that aroma. Serve over rice, plus black beans rinsed and heated. I sometimes put salsa on top or grated Parmigiano cheese. Don't laugh, it tastes wonderful. The mole can be stored in the refrigerator for a few days. It's a witch's brew that fortifies the soul. Okay, now our last blog is about funny commercials that were on TV and obnoxious commercials that were playing in December of 2020. And that was when I was watching even more television than usual. As always, I've been watching as much television as possible. Here are some of the commercials that make me cringe. Leaf filters. If you want to complain about age discrimination and every other kind of discrimination, begin here with this commercial. A bunch of idiotically idyllic older couples are warned in this commercial not to climb ladders or compare prices by a son of Frankenstein type smiling guy with weird teeth and eyes too close together who won't let the Chinese woman talk. At the end, the black woman with the cool haircut declares, we're sold. However, not me, buddy, not me. Then there was a bounty paper towel commercial. This one was really disturbing. A 10-year-old girl wielding a sword attacks her father in the butt, causing him to spill his coffee slow motion. Somebody call a proctologist. Instead of being worried about the father's health, the main focus of this production is how to wipe up the spilled coffee. Then there was a Sonic commercial. I have an electric toothbrush and it's great, but this commercial makes me gag. Brushing a corn cob? No thanks. I actually switch the channel when I see this one coming. Seresto. Anything about pet food or dog medicine is disgusting to watch, but this Seresto features a really ugly dog carrying a toilet brush. Please, we don't want to see dogs with diseases or any type of people or animals licking people's faces. Secret. I like Serena Williams and she has a really cute daughter. I think she's got two kids by now. But why do they, we have to watch Serena applying underarm deodorant? No, thank you. DiGiorno pizza. It's pronounced DiGiorno, you idiots. And it's not that difficult. Italian is a phonetic language. I know I'd like to hear, dear listener, about all the commercials you love to hate. Do, 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 do. Dear listener, have a great holiday season. I've been writing and revising a new short story for January 2024 about a powerful witch named Tabitha. So please look for this during January coming up. And in the meantime, check out some of my earlier stories on the blog. They're all close to my heart. Happy holidays. Thank you. Happy holidays.